T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The score! This hour is being brought to you by Cars for Kids. Call 1-877-CARS with a K, the number four kids. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Uh, Expectations are high. Uh, This is not a rebuilding situation. You know, we're expected to win baseball games. uh, And bringing Benny on board, you know, just... uh, you know, let's everybody know that we're in we're in this thing to uh, do some special things and play October baseball. Like these guys are hungry, man, and uh, there's a lot of guys out to prove stuff. There's guys that are you know just signed contracts and coming to new teams. Uh, there's guys that are really excited to put on the Cubs uniform and and help this team win, help you know bring a championship back to Wrigley Field. David Ross, the manager of your Chicago Cubs, Pedro Grifol. Your manager of your Chicago White Sox. Our buddy Marshall Harris has been out in the desert covering the teams since their pitchers and catchers started reporting. He joins us now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Just turn on Channel 2. That's where you can see our friend Mr. Handsome himself, Marshall Harris, who joins us now on the score. What's up, sir? Lawrence, Layla, it's a pleasure to be on with you guys. It's uh, less of a pleasure to come back to the Chicago weather that is, uh, well, yeah, it's just like I left it. Uh, I don't know why I thought something might be different. But it was it was freezing down in Arizona as well. So when I actually left Tuesday uh, and got to Arizona, it was colder there than it was in Chicago. But I got some 70 and sunny days, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't have it terribly. And it was sunny and nice here yesterday. It was just your timing. Uh, timing. Isn't, isn't that the thing with uh, baseball teams, relationships, everything? It all comes down to timing. I'd love to know, man. You were there for, what, a week and a half or so? What was, what was, what was, let's start with the Cubs, because I don't think we spent enough time talking about the Cubs today. What was the most interesting thing that you learned at Cubs? I think the, the, the biggest thing is, you know, and you alluded to her, I think, earlier on the show, Lawrence, is just for me, like the Nico Horner selfless, like I'm ready to do whatever it takes to, to win, and to have, like, you know, two shortstops on both sides of the second base. And um, really with both teams, I know you're saying it's Cubs-specific, but, like, these rules changes, I'm just probably too fascinated with the rules changes and what they're going to mean for us people watching the game, both as fans, as consumers, as people working media, like, all of that. But with the Cubs, there just seemed to be an ease about the room. Like, everybody was basically there when I got there, and they didn't have to be there. Like, they were just there and having a good time and, like, oh, like – something's brewing and they know it. It's like when you, it's like when you have like a guest chef in your restaurant and your restaurant's already a good restaurant, but like, Oh, wait, wait till y'all see what's on the menu this time around. I think that's kind of the, the takeaway I got from Cubs is just how excited, you know, obviously people who got paid like Dan's response and he's excited for 
a couple of reasons. But just, you know, from Trey Mancini um, to Eric Hosmer, just guys just excited to be there and, and really believing that, hey, this is going to be a quick ramp up and we're, we're off to the races. I think that's the big takeaway is volume for the Cubs in the offseason. It's not just the specific signing of, say, a Dansby Swanson, for example. It's, it's how many people they have where we're still trying to figure out who's platooning, how and where. First base is a good example. In the outfield, trying to figure out that setup is a good example outside of, like, say, Suzuki and Ian Happ, for example. So, and trying to figure out where Cody Bellinger fits into this. What were your takeaways as to how everybody seemed to be getting along, how they interacted, how they were trying to figure out their respective roles as well? You know, I, 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 I try not to get too caught up in the whole culture thing, although I probably should be more caught up in the culture thing because, you know, winning solves everything, no matter if you like your teammates or don't like your teammates. But Danzy Swanson was very adamant that, like, you know, I'm trying to build a family here. And he said as soon as he signed, he just got the phone numbers of all his teammates and just started reaching out to teammates left and right. Um, and, and that's kind of the feeling you get from everybody that you talk to that wasn't on the Cubs last year. And for the Cubs who were here last year, they're like, look what we got now, and here we go. And they, they understand because of the way they finished the season last year, you know, uh, winning, winning a bunch of games late. And I know you could say those are throwaway games, but, you know, pitchers still have to pitch. You know, runs still have to be scored to win those games. And so I think the confidence level of the young Cubs is just now – really just hyper uh, activated by the signing of these veterans who not just have playoff experience, but championship experience. You thought about like Trey, Trey Mancini, he's, he's fresh off the championship bandwagon. By the way, whenever we talk Cubs spring training on the score is sponsored by Sloan official water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. It's weird because you're right, Marshall. If, if this had been a stretch of games where the Cubs went 16 and six down the stretch, I but they went 38 and 33 down the stretch. So to me that feels a little bit bigger. I don't know if it's sustainable, but it does feel like something. So when you're talking to the people at Cubs about that, what was their reaction to how they were able to finish last season? They they all thought it was very important. I mean, let, let's be real. We had a bunch of individuals trying to figure it out. You know, what Justin Steele did the back half of last season, I mean, you can put the wins and losses, but you can also just look at the metrics and, and how he performed compared to how he's performed in his career and just kind of elevating his game. Marcus Stroman, when he was healthy, looked like Marcus Stroman. Um, and, and, you know, even with Kyle Hendricks going down, if, if you know, I talked to him and the way his, his shoulder uh, kind of came apart, that's the longest he's ever been injured in his whole career, you know, not being able to pick up baseball for five or six months, as he said. And, you know, he they're all like there working towards it, and they just believe that, like, you know, if Kyle Hendricks is telling me, hey, this feels really good and similar to some stuff we've had in the past with all the rings walking in the room, that was one thing Ian Hapson said. You know, now we got World Series rings back in here. Like, just the tone, the tenor, where you lose a bunch of guys that are obviously, for good reason, revered uh, by the, the team, the fan base, because of what happened with the World Series championship. But you see other guys who have those capabilities and know what it takes, adding to, you know, the long uh, holdover in, in Kyle Henderson, you can understand why they're so excited. It's like if everybody just has regular years that they've been known to have and the young players just take a step forward or maintain what they did last year, why wouldn't this team be in contention for a playoff spot and, and maybe more? 
What did you think of Marcus Stroman too, and just how he's he's stepped up because he's been? Oh well, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, Marcus Stroman, yeah, stepped up. I, I liked what he said when he talked. He didn't talk to me, <laughs> but I don't take you know, Layla. I've been around the way with baseball players, basketball players, football players, whatever. I didn't feel any some type of way about it, but I was like, I'll just take the quotes he gave everybody else and, and work with it. Right. I like what he said. Um, I, I mean, he's excited about. I think back to the rules changes, but like. The fact that he's going to have a couple of guys up the middle. I mean, the, the Cubs are pretty much as strong as you can get up the middle. You know, uh, talking about catcher uh, with the addition of Tucker Barnhart, and obviously we know what Jan Gomes can do. Um, but they're solid up the middle. And defensively, if you're a pitcher, you want to be, be able to say, hey, if the ball gets put in play, I got faith in the, the seven guys behind me. The, the stuff is going to work out. And I think that's what he's excited about. Because he's like, I'm going to throw ground balls and somebody's going to pick them up. Oh, yeah, I loved it when he was like, the sanker will be sanking. Like, that's that's a guy who's confident in, in his infield behind him. Yeah, and and, and, and why wouldn't he be? And, and look, I, I sound like, you know, so breath of fresh airy because it's the beginning of spring training. We ain't even started the, the Cactus League games yet, let alone the real game. So, like, uh, who was it who told me? I'm trying to remember. One of the Cubs told me, he's like, look, if you're not excited out of spring training, what, do, what are we really talking about? Um I think it, maybe it was um, Joe Kelly uh, for the Sox, who was just like everybody should have a should feel like they have a chance out of the gate. And there are teams in Major League Baseball who do not feel like they have a chance. Yeah, out of the I mean, gate if you're not excited at spring training, you're the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's that's oh. probably what it is because they have absolutely no chance. Uh, Marshall, they're happy to be there. Well, they're, hey, they're sure. happy that Cutch is back. Let me just tell you, they're just happy that Cutch is back. That's that's fair. When you're the Pirates, you make smart decisions like that just to kind of smokescreen your fan base. I yeah. covered the Pirates for two years. I covered Cutch when he was in freaking uh, Altoona. So, like, I-, I get where the Pirates are coming from. Uh-huh. What was Camelback <laughs> Ranch like? Man, listen, the tone was set on day one. Y'all saw it. Y'all heard. You know what Mike Clevenger came out and said. You know the story. You had you had his accuser on the radio. Look, it just... Uh, Rick Hahn's press conference where he's explaining about calculated risks and how they wouldn't have the 05 title if they hadn't taken some of those calculated risks. But at the same time, like, there's more than just, like, calculated risk. It may sound like, oh, you know, you did some things when he was young, like, immature things. Like, I believe police reports exist about stuff that this guy's been involved. You know, it's not, it's not like a, a, a word of mouth, like, oh, I don't know about his work ethic or he does some stupid stuff sometimes. There's, there's like, actual betting that can be done as a baseball team, basketball team, football team, lacrosse team. Whatever sport you play, if you've got a professional team, you've got to bet the people you're bringing in. I'm all for the calculated risk, whether it's injury risk, whether it's questionable things they did in the past. But, like, at some point, you got to draw the line and have some boundaries. Is that, is that something we all three can agree on? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, like, I just was, like, a little perplexed. And Rick Hunt's answers in real time, I was processing them. But I was like, wait a minute. And, you know, I had stuff to do. I had to be on TV and whatnot. But, like, it, given, given, like, 24 hours to kind of sit down with it, 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 the Clevenger thing by itself is just enough to make me go. As a lifelong White Sox fan, as you guys both know I am, uh, living in Birmingham with the Bears for the first 10 years of my life, I was just like, I don't know, man. I I get it, but I don't get it. I want to know, was there anything that stuck out to you where after the fact, because covering spring training is a whirlwind, you're trying to make sure that you get everybody talking on camera in a very short amount of time before everybody goes out to the field. Was there anything after the fact where you were like, hmm, 
That's interesting that he said that. Was there any quote or anything specific where you, you find yourself thinking to yourself later? Um, no, I mean, the, the, I think the, with the White Sox, it's going to be an ongoing situation specifically with Clevenger because, as we know, Major League Baseball has an open investigation. Nothing's going to happen until that investigation is over. Curious to me a little bit that uh, I wonder what kind of evidence they're seeing because, you know, there is that commissioner's list with only the commissioner has power over to put somebody on. Um, and that's not in play here, at least not yet. So I'm just, I'm kind of like everybody else, waiting for this to unfold and see what happens. Uh, I was, I was very interested in um, Tim Anderson. You know, he talked to the media day one for like four minutes. It was like it was, it was not yes no answers, but it was like short and sweet. And I think he, he's at the point right now where he's gonna, I guess, let his game do the talking. I can understand he's frustrated with how last year went, specifically with his injuries. But I am interested to see what Tim Anderson does this year. I, I'm very interested in that because, you know, he's coming up on the end of a contract too. And I just want to, I want to see how the White Sox play this. I know how the Cubs are playing it. I don't know how the White Sox are playing things, you know? Yes. Yeah, there's some very good questions about how the White Sox are playing things. And I hope it works out for them because if oh, it man, doesn't. The way you just said that, Lawrence, was very, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. I don't know that your pragmatism in this time is what I really need, but hey, I'm with you. I'm hope with you. It, hope it works out for him. Marshall, you, sir, are the best. We thank you very much and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Marshall, did uh, you get the picture I sent of you interviewing? Oh, yeah, people? that's right. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just, look, man, eight days bouncing back between camps. Sometimes I just be like, you uh, know, I'm never bad. Yeah, so I uh, I appreciate y'all for having me on. Anytime we can talk about that other basketball team in town, I say other basketball, the only basketball team in town playing professional basketball right this second, uh, I, I, I don't know what they're doing. So I, I've enjoyed listening to you guys kind of parse through what they're doing because I, I don't understand it. And I, I'm a guy who watches basketball. I, I got lead pass at home. I go home and watch the West Coast. Ah, that's so you're able to watch. Than watching the teams that play in the Central Time Zone in the city of Chicago. Huh. So y- y'all have a great one, okay? The huh. NBA is popular because Marshall can watch other games. His Kings are... Well, I... yeah, just, 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 y- y'all have a great day. <laughs> That's Marshall Harris. He of CBS two. You can watch his handsome face on CBS two tonight. I what? am sitting right across from you. I mean, no, I get it. I mean, obviously you, you know, Marshall where... and I eras opposite each other. I get that. But no, he was, our, right he was our guest today. All right. So check this out. Watch Marshall tomorrow. <laughs> I'm still on then. Wait, hold on. I'm no, also, he and I have the exact same schedule. There's I'm no getting out of this. I'm also on NBC tomorrow. Um, yeah. See how that worked out? Life check, came at you fast. Check Marshall out some other time. Watch nothing. <laughs> Is that how this works? Check Marshall out on Twitter. Don't watch anything. <laughs> the um, Mayor Lightfoot approach right there. <laughs> That's why I love you. We didn't even know who the rapper was that jumped in there. You gotta see the video. Like I know we're we're trying who's, to who's gonna admit that they were in it? I just need to know. That's a good point. But you got to see the video. All right. We'll be back with other stuff next on the score. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. 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 Can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any trouble type of trouble on this case. Like in the wrong spot, at the wrong time. So we'll we'll address it when uh, I'm sure NBA scouts will ask. They do their homework, but yeah, I mean, we I think the article that it came out in also stated Brandon's been interviewed. And he's, he's you know they're comfortable with everything that that happened there. Alabama head basketball coach Nate Oates fumbling his way through the revelation that one of his players, who's likely a lottery pick, has not been charged so far in a murder that took place that is connected to another one of the players for Alabama and that player's friend. This is a really horrible story. Jamia Jone Harris is the woman who died because of an incident. And let me give you the news story from Alabama.com, AL.com, who's done an incredible job covering this story. And there's a follow-up that I want to run by Layla because we were having a discussion about this. The slaying happened in the early morning hours of January 15th. Harris and her boyfriend, stopped to get food from the Quick Grill on Grace Street and encounter Davis and Miles. According to testimony and Harris's family, Davis danced in front of Harris's black Jeep and tried to get her phone number. Harris's boyfriend told Davis to move on. Culpepper testified that Miles texted Miller, Brandon Miller is the player in questionnaires who uh, Nate Oates was talking about, and asked him to bring his gun, which he left in Miller's car earlier that night. When Miller came to the scene, Miles told Davis where it was, and there was a round in the chamber. Moments later, Davis shot into the victim's vehicle, striking Harris in the face. The boyfriend, Cedric Johnson, returned fire and struck Davis twice. So this woman has died because of this, and... The, the question I think has been on a lot of people's minds is Brandon Miller, who's the guy that transported the weapon back to Darius Miles, who was the other former teammate at Alabama. How is he not charged as an accessory on this? And right? That's the question. But also, why is this information coming out in the trial? Mm-hmm. I also find it interesting. Pretty remarkable that they were able to get a trial going in a month. That's it. A month later, there's already a trial? A capital murder trial, and they're already in it. So get this, AL.com, because I've been sitting there going, how is this not 
how, how can this person not be charged as an accessory? So AL.com talked to some legal experts on this. This is what one of them told them. Based on what we know, the declination by the Tuscaloosa DA is correct, and Miller should not be charged, said J-Town, a former U.S. attorney and prosecutor in Madison County. Quote, it doesn't appear evidence exists that Miller knew that transferring the firearm was for an unlawful purpose, hindsight notwithstanding. Therefore, no conspiracy or aiding and abetting would apply. It doesn't seem there is federal theory of prosecution either under federal laws. Close quote. Federal theory of prosecution being the same in this respect? I'm stuck, especially when one of the messages that Miller sent to Miles was that there that it was loaded and that there was one in the chamber. I, but he would have had to have known. They're saying he would have had to have known that if he brought him the gun that he would shoot. Yeah, and I mean, I guess the, the plausible argument, if you're Miller's attorney, is I was returning property to its rightful owner. But this story is horrific. They, they, they basically trapped this car. Like there are other people involved in this too. And, and, and shot around the car. Now, Miles is not charged with actually doing the shooting. It's his friend, Michael Davis, that's charged with doing the shooting, although both of them are on capital murder charges. This dude walked around the car shooting and all of it because she didn't want to have anything to do with you and that she was happy with the man that she was with, but you couldn't take that. So you had to pull out a gun or have your friend pull out a gun and shoot up her car and kill her. Then you had Nate Oates yesterday He's already kind of a peculiar dude. I don't even know what the world he was thinking in discussing this and talking about how Miller, because that's what this is, like the protection of Brandon Miller, that he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, bringing someone a a weapon is not exactly being in the wrong place at the wrong time. There's a level of participation there. It's just a matter of, at this point, they're arguing intent in a court of law. So there's there's more here, okay? Another person, another lawyer with a, a opinion on why Miller isn't being charged. There's not much dispute about the fact that the act occurred. From what I know, intent in this case, on the other hand, would have had would have to be shown by circumstantial evidence. Prosecutorial decisions are discretionary with law enforcement and prosecutors. It has been said that criminal law is an island of technicalities in a sea of discretion. Yes. Close quote. Yes. Hmm. The experts that like almost all the experts that they talked to agreed that that Miller shouldn't be charged. I I'm just kind of dumbfounded by it. Because it it seems pretty Cut and dry. And, you know, neither one of us are lawyers. We don't know. I certainly don't know criminal law in Alabama. Wait, are you an act like, are you a lawyer somewhere? No, I 
Don't even try to play one on radio or TV. All right, because you're one of those people, you know, like, oh, you know, I actually have a PhD in electrical engineering. Oh, no, I went to, I I graduated early. I got out of school as quick as I could. (laughs) That's what I mean. That's usually what people with advanced degrees say. I got out of college early. No. So I could go do this thing. No, I'm, I'm. Yeah, out of my siblings, I'm the only one who doesn't have an advanced degree. Yeah, but you're you're full of a family full of brains. That's why I'm trying to figure out, like, are you telling me the truth? Are you a secret lawyer? Are you a secret engineer? Would I be asking for just a million dollars if that were the case? So it says the reason, there's a quote at the end of the ESPN article, the latest one about this, the reason that the gun was provided to Michael Davis was for protection. So I'm not quite sure how that ended up being. That's clearly, uh, like we said, that's that's going that's to the exact be, opposite of what happened. That's going to be a part of the defense. Um, but, this, but yes, that that would make sense under what we've read. It's man, I, I'm not sure. I think that so far the University of Alabama has not handled this well at all. I think Nate Oates looked silly. He looks so silly, in fact, that he had to backtrack yesterday and send out a statement about the actual statement that he made in front of microphones. What is the most famous entity in the state of Alabama? Nick Saban. It is the University of Alabama. I mean, which is Nick Saban? It's not just Nick Saban. That A is protecting a lot of people right now. Yeah, it feels that way. I'm just... I. I know that we have lawyers who listen to the show. Can you just text us what you think about this? Because I, I, I feel like it's illogical that he can't be charged as an accessory. And if that's a, if that's the difference between logic and the law, I'll accept that. But just walk me through it, okay? Like I just need to be walked through it. All right, do that. Shoot us a text and explain it. That would be great. We need to take a break. Back after this on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Woo! There you go. Hey, you got a fight. You got a right to Lombardi. Yes, this is apparently the song that Jason Kelsey has built his whole life on. By the way, I would like to issue an apology to the Kansas City Chiefs. I was one of the people going, wait, who who were these folks that thought you guys weren't going to win? Like, who, who were Me? these? You, thought you were one of them? Yeah, I thought the Eagles were going to win. Right. But they were sitting there going, everyone's picking against us. And I was like, come on, guys, that's hyperbole. Like, 
Like that, you, you have Patrick Mahomes. Someone put together a five minute, five minute supercut from all over football, NFL Network, ESPN. See, my my guy Adam Shine got got some run in there, and all of it was like they were picked to finish last in the AFC West. What? Oh yeah, I I was sitting there going, now that's now that's crazy talk. Yeah. There were a lot of people that thought that this was the year that they were going to be jumped ahead by by the Chargers. By the, the Raiders? I, I was surprised. And remember, remember at the beginning of the year, people thought that the Russell Wilson thing was going to be problematic. They just didn't realize it was going to be problematic for the Broncos. So Catastrophic is the word, I would say. A hundred percent. So I apologize to the Chiefs. It, it didn't take much to find... A sizzle reel of people who were picking against them. And then, of course, on Fox, the entire panel chose the Eagles to win the game. Yes, they did. So, so 100% apology to, to you, Jason, I mean, Travis Kelsey and, and Patrick Mahomes. 100% apology. Now, real quick, here's a touching moment. The New Heights podcast with the Kelsey brothers do together. They obviously were struggling with the idea of their mom having to console one child and celebrate the other. Here's them talking about it. Moment I saw mom is when I got really emotional because, man, it was so awesome. It was... All right now. Yeah. Oh, man. It was awesome for, you know, she was on top of the world for for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was, that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Dad, you've been killing it. Yep. It was just so cool, man, to see, uh, you know, her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. It was an awesome moment. <sighs> just so happy for her and so happy that, um, you know, she got her moment. Dad got his. So, yeah, I was the only, <laughs> ironically, you know, you, you lose the Super Bowl. <sighs> and you're, you're crying after the game. And they're not tears of sadness. You know, they're tears of joy. That's outstanding. It really is. I mean, it's just, it's I'm hard sure, to watch his face in that clip, too. It is. And I'm sure that that's how I would react. If my heart had just been broken, and I'm working through it, and, like, the next person I saw was my mom, whoo, I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it. Imagine trying to live that. And, like, for him, it's probably all messed up because you're also happy that your brother won. But you know like what you and your offensive line and what your quarterback have been through. I, I re- that podcast, there I'll give two podcast recommendations. The New Heights podcast with the Kelsey brothers is really, really incredible. And I forget the name of it, but the podcast with Aaron Andrews and Carissa Thompson. Oh, Calm Down. That's what it's called. Calm Down. Thank you. Outstanding. Out, 
absolutely outstanding. So shout out to the Kelsey brothers. They have kept it a buck. And the latest episode of the White Sox Talk podcast while you're here. You should definitely listen to the latest episode of the White Sox Talk podcast. Mm -hmm. And then we should discuss, like we're going to do with Parkinson Spiegel, next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.